Brought to you by Oklahoma Men's Clinic, the leader in men's health and sexual wellness. The Rick and Brad Show on the Cat. Showbiz News Time brought to you by Michener Fair and Jewelers. Oh, I'm sorry. Are the diamonds on my fabulous Michener tennis bracelet getting in your eyes? Get your dazzling tennis bracelet for 20% off only at Michener Fair and Jewelers. So... AdMeter does an annual poll after the Super Bowl to find out what everybody's favorite Super Bowl commercials were. And this year, more than 160,000 people took part in this poll, ranking the best and the worst uh, Super Bowl commercials of the year. Uh, As far as the best, uh, I'll start at number 10 here, and that was the Dina and Mita Doritos commercial with Jenna Ortega and her crazy grandmas. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, at number nine was the Can't Be Broken Verizon commercial, Beyonce Tries to Break the Internet. Uh, yeah. That was cool, but if it didn't have Beyonce in it, I don't know if anybody would have voted for that. Old school delivery Budweiser with the Clydesdales and a golden retriever, making sure people have yep. their beer. Right. That dog is named Roy, and he belongs to Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, the uh-huh. dog from the commercial. Uh-huh. Anytime you stick the Clydesdales and a golden retriever in a commercial, it's going to yeah. be a good one. You're going to have Cron. You You're got the Cron market one. For sure. Uh, number seven, talking like walking, the BMW commercial kind of with funny. Christopher oh, yeah. Walken. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Uh, Hard Knocks, uh, Dove, a, an inspirational clip about encouraging girls to stay in sports. Was it number six? I don't even remember that one. I mean, I'm I don't not the target audience for it, but I don't. I have zero recollection of it. Okay, so here's the top five. Uh, number five, Born to Play. NFL ad a kid in Africa dreams of playing in the NFL I think I missed that one too I don't remember that one I saw it yeah that was good number four uh, worth remembering Uber Eats Jennifer Aniston forgets that That she worked with David Schwimmer that was kind of funny Uh, at number three uh, Perfect Ten the Kia commercial the young girl figure skating for her grandfather that was at number three oh yeah I don't remember that was that pretty. That was real pretty. They went out on a pond out in front of his house and lit it up. You didn't see it? It was on twice, I think. Yeah, I, don't I don't remember, remember that. that. Hmm. Did the pond look kind of like fake? Yeah, I no, do. No, it was in his front that. yard, and they had it all. That's right. We're like, up who has a pond in your front yard? You know, she couldn't. He couldn't get to her performance, so they drove out there, and he did it. She did it for him, and he sat in. There oh, and okay, there okay. Clearly, I wasn't paying attention closely enough. Uh, at number two was the Dunkings, Dunkin' Donuts, ah, with Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, and J-Lo. I think that was maybe the number one That was me. my favorite. I, it really made me laugh. And at number one was the Like a Good Neighbor, the State Farm mm. commercial. I actually mm. watched the longer extended version of that online and it is pretty funny uh arnold schwarzenegger danny devito i think on my list it would come uh out at number two so here's here's my problem with that one i have been watching something on hulu 
Oh, The Killing. I, I'd never watched The Killing when it was new, and I've been watching that because I have a friend that's like, oh, it's the best show ever. And about two-thirds of the time when I start a new episode, I get the Arnold in the Jake from State Farm outfit thing. It's not the full commercial and Danny DeVito's not in it, but that diminished my engagement with that commercial. When I saw that, it, it like sort of took me out of it. So... Yeah, I, get I wouldn't that. rank once that you one see that something, high. Yeah, once you see something that many times, um, it can kind of I can see where that would diminish it for you, for sure. Why did why can't they play different ads? Do you ever notice that you just get the same ones over and over oh, and yeah. over again when you're watching ads on streaming? Uh, the worst commercial was that American Values uh, ad campaign for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. That repurposed ancient looking footage from JFK's nineteen sixty presidential campaign. Oh, yeah. The ad They're was actually so produced by a super PAC and it didn't have any involvement or approval from RFK Jr.'s campaign and well, he actually apologized. He apologized because uh, his, his family. family all reacted very, very right. negatively to him. Yeah, using. they were completely pissed about it. Uh the Super Bowl, by the way, uh we we said yesterday broke records, uh, but for people that were whining about Taylor Swift ruining football, uh, they finally said uh, she was on our TV screen Sunday night for 54 seconds. The game lasted mm. four hours and eight minutes, uh, so 0.36% of the game. Th that's one of those Swift. things that it has nothing to do with the amount of time that she's on and just the fact that she is on, no matter how much or how little she was on, those people that were inclined to complain about it were going to complain about it. But you notice they didn't yeah. not watch the game because they were so put off by Taylor or Taylor and Travis. Yeah, record-breaking ratings uh, for the Super Bowl on Sunday. It was also weird, this former NFL star Brandon Marshall made the bizarre claim that Taylor Swift got Kanye kicked out of the Super Bowl because he uh, bought a ticket right in front of her booth so he would get on TV every time they showed her. And Kanye was at the Super Bowl. He was not sitting in front of her booth. A lot of people said there's just no way that's true. How would she have known what Kanye was going to do? Uh, Kanye's own people have responded and said that that's not true. I don't know why this NFL guy would just make that up, especially when it paints Kanye in such a bad light, too, that I, I, he would be purposely trying to sit right in front of her. I seem to recall when Brandon Marshall, he played for the Broncos, didn't he? For he a did, while? Yep. Yeah, he played for the Bears and the Broncos. Uh, I think he had some mental health issues when he was playing in the league. So, I mean, I don't know if that has anything to do with this. That is a funny plan of action, though. If you like, you know, if you want to get some camera time. If you get a seat right in front of Taylor, you're going to have a chance at it. Wow. He's done it before on the award shows. So. <laughs> That's Maybe. true. That was a little bit more spontaneous, uh, and yeah. it didn't seem very planned. But, yeah, he's definitely done that before. Uh, speaking of really high ratings, did you see that True Detective Night Country is just delivering stellar ratings for HBO? Uh, become... I did not. I yeah, Have you watched the new one yet? I did. And yeah. it was great. The new one was better than most of the. Well, had I mean, been. I say great compared to the rest of the episodes. Uh, it at least delivered like a twist and some excitement and 
move the story forward. The most recent episode was better than most of them have been, but I still, I mean, on a on a scale for the season, I probably got it at maybe a C plus. Yeah, this has become the most watched season in True Detectives history at HBO. Well, that that's a shame. Whoever the people are that are watching it that didn't watch the first season, you need to go back and watch the first season because this season is, well, I'm not loving it. I like the third season, too. Oh, yeah, the Mahershal Ali season I liked as well, but that first one was just a game changer. Can't believe that that has been out for 10 years now, 11 years since the first season of True Detective aired. Uh, okay, let's take a break. We'll come back with part two of Showbiz News. Uh, Toby Keith's daughter, Crystal, paid tribute to Toby on social media yesterday, wrote this really, I mean, I like cried reading this post, uh, but also had some funny parts in it about how hardcore of a fan uh, Toby Keith was of OU. So we will talk about that in part two. Uh, we'll also uh, hear what J-Lo has to say about Io uh, Adebri's comments on her on a podcast. So we'll get into all of that stuff in part two. The Rick and Brad Show. The Rick and Brad Show. K-A-T-T, the cat. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. You know, Ozzy Osbourne kind of got into that feud with Kanye West after Kanye sampled one of uh, his songs. And then uh, Ozzy, in all caps, wrote that he is not associated whatsoever with Kanye West. Well, Kanye responded uh, to a picture of Ozzy and Sharon uh, dressed up for Halloween as Kanye and his wife, Bianca. I guess they... Uh, dressed like him well that doesn't mean you have an association with them just because they dressed up like you at halloween right i don't know what what point he was trying to make there uh but that is how he responded uh so io ed 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 debory that's a very difficult last name uh if you don't know who she is she uh was on the bear on hulu as one of the main characters she hosted saturday night live a couple of weeks ago where j-lo was the musical guest and uh, the week that she hosted a bunch of people online dug up an old podcast that she appeared on a few years ago uh, where she talked about how she doesn't think j-lo sings her own songs uh, it happened uh, i guess the podcast was was recorded after JLo performed at the Super Bowl halftime show a couple of years ago. And I mean she's pretty harsh on the podcast. 
Uh, she said she thinks she's on multiple tracks, but it's not her. I think that she thinks she's still good, even though she's not singing for most of these songs. Well, then it's awkward because uh, Io gets the SNL host uh, and JLo is her musical guest. And I, I wondered, like, how embarrassing are they going to have to talk about this at all? And they did make reference to it uh, in a sketch. But J-Lo recently did an interview with Variety, and uh, she said that Io came to her dressing room and profusely apologized. She said she was mortified and very sweet about it. Uh, she said she came to my dressing room, apologized with tears in her eyes, saying how terrible it was that she had said those things. She felt really badly and loved uh, my performance because she said that we had just done my sound check and she actually got to hear me sing. Uh, she said, I'm so effing sorry. It was so awful of me. And JLo said that she just kind of shrugged the whole thing off. She said, it's funny. I've heard similar things said about me throughout my career, so it didn't really affect me. So at least JLo was cool about it. My guess or at least is she's saying she's cool about it. JLo had never heard about it either until we all heard about it when they were set up to be on Saturday Night Live together. I mean, why would you have heard some random actress comedian on a podcast making oh yeah she definitely didn't hear about it until it it all that news came out but it had to be weird because they were already sure you know rehearsing for the show but she did the right thing she took the high road and was like hey you know don't worry about it it's all good yeah i think that's cool afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think if you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else that can often lead to ongoing resentment which then poisons a relationship subtly slowly but it does and if he doesn't want to let you down then your dreams matter afford anything wherever you listen Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Okay, so I mentioned this earlier, but one thing you may not know about Brian Cranston is that he was once wanted for murder. And I had not heard this story. Uh, this Dang. was back in the 1970s when he and his brother decided to drive across country on motorcycles. And at one point, they ran out of cash in Florida, so they took jobs working in a restaurant to earn some cash. And there was a cook at this restaurant named Peter Wong, and everybody hated him. Uh, so they used to joke about how they could kill him without anybody finding out. And after a few weeks at the restaurant, the Cranston boys had enough money to take off for Maine, and not long after that, Peter Wong ends up dead. So the cops were wow. interviewing people at the restaurant because of all the murder talk, and uh, they determined that Wong had died around the same time that the Cranstons left town, and they uh, became suspects. There was, an, there was an APB out for them, and at that point they were somewhere in the Carolinas, uh, but they never knew about it at the time because the real killer was caught before the police were able to catch up to them.
So how did they Very find out line. the rest that, that they were ever even considered? I guess uh, they found out after they got to Maine that there was an APB put out that had been canceled for them. And, and people, uh, maybe their parents were notified. I don't know. I guess if there's an APB, your family members would be called. Maybe they were looking for them. Uh, this was before the time of cell phones. That's crazy. What if he <laughs> really pretty crazy. got away with it? What if he it's really cr- did it and all these years later, it's like, man, I got away with it. Just goes to show why you don't joke about murdering. No. Uh, murdering people no, that, that you work with. It's not going to go well. Uh, okay, so yesterday, uh, Crystal Keith wrote a really heartbreaking tribute to her late father, Toby, and said that she was shattered by his tragic death after his battle with stomach cancer. Uh, she acknowledged the outpouring of love and uh how grateful she was that he was able to uh, see his grandkids be born and he was able to walk her down the aisle and all these experiences she got to share in life with him. A really touching and moving post if you want to go check it out. Uh, she did tell a funny story, too, about how how big of a fan Toby Keith was of OU, which, of course, everybody knew. Uh, but she said that her sister wanted to become a veterinarian. She said when she, my sister was choosing a college and wanted to be a veterinarian, she said Oklahoma State has one of the best programs for that. And he responded, well, I guess you don't get to be the best, meaning you're going to OU instead. Uh, Crystal says that when she was choosing, he told me, you can go anywhere in the world you want to go as long as it's in Norman, Oklahoma, and has Division One football. <laughs> uh, and then she said that her brother... Uh, did a short stint out of state with the help of two scholarships, but quickly made his way back to Norman. She said, my dad was happy to forego scholarships in lieu of paying for a sooner education. Uh, She said he was an all-in kind of guy. So, pretty funny. You don't get to be the best. You've got to go. Yeah, that's kind of, like, I took that as kind of being like, really, Dad? I want to be a vet, and you want me to go to a school that's not as good of a veterinarian school okay i don't get that hardcore she was referencing how meaningful it was for the family for oklahoma to have done all those tributes that they did you know they had the guitar in the seat at the um, basketball game and some of the other things that they had done and how how meaningful it was to the family because of how meaningful it would have been to him but like i get it and i know people that are like that but it's like come on man like oh no i'm not gonna wear anything that's that color like really okay i mean kind of respect it though i I mean if you want to okay i'm just i'm not that orthodox like i can be a fan and still wear a color that i'm okay with but not toby all right dude yeah, never saw Toby in orange. Boy, Toby Keith. Sure. Somebody made this reference to me the other day, and it, I think it's—I think it's probably true. I never met Toby. We never had him on the show. Um, I had no associate. I know people that knew him, but I, I never even met him. But somebody made reference to the way that that the like people overwhelmingly have responded to his passing is sort of like when um, Bob Saget died. Like he had all of these relationships and all of these friendships and interactions and made this impression on people that you had no idea of until he was gone and everybody started coming out of the woodwork and saying oh yeah 
I had this happen and Toby was involved in it and yada, yada, yada. I mean, the dude made such an impact on all of the people that he ever interacted with. In all of these different areas, too. Musicians, sports. I mean, just, yeah, in that way, it really was similar to Bob Saget. Because after Bob Saget passed away, I remember going like, how does so-and-so know him? How does John Mayer know Bob Saget? You know, I mean, that same kind of thing with Toby. There are a lot of people that have come out and said, oh, yeah, he was a great guy. You know, like Brett Favre was like, he called me up every three months. I mean, just kind of surprising the number of people who came forward. But... Uh, I guess that speaks to his character. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, guys, that is it for Showbiz News today. Thank you, Cron. The Rick and Brad Show. K-A-T-T. The Cat. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor, too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.